0: Boom! What's up, peeps? Happy Tuesday. It is, I'm guessing, around 10am. A a little bit later than normal, yeah? 10am. Pretty right. Pretty
1: right. 10am, later than normal. We had a week off. We didn't record a podcast last week. It shows, because this morning we are a hot mess. We couldn't get any cameras working. We're just all over the place, if I'm being honest. And I'm 50 shades of hungover, because I had a bottle and a quarter of wine last night. After a full day of teaching, I got home... Had a bottle of wine, got the flavour, found another one, and had a quarter of that. Not proud of my, uh, not proud of my decisions, but it is what it is. Um, I missed doing this last week, Jake. Hmm. Yeah, weird, it's right? feel like it's been like a month. It's only if, been two weeks. It's only been two weeks, but it does feel like ages ago. What has happened in the meantime? Well. This weekend gone, the weekend before that, I judged UDO Encore yep. in Breen Sands.
2: That's such a long weekend, isn't it? It's weekend. such oh, a long UDO weekend.
1: weekend. Um, but it was super fun. Loads of talented kids, man. Um, really, really, really nice. Nice to, It's my favorite event to judge. Encore's. I prefer doing encore, like with the jazz and the musical theater and stuff, than just the street dance. Do
2: you judge the jazz and the jazz as well and uh, it's
1: different every year this year i judged tap did you yes gotcha nice <laughs> <laughs> <One> cuz <'cause side. laughs> <laughs> i'm a proficient tap dancer mm-hmm. uh i also judged lyrical um, street as well or not yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was going to say yeah of course um so yeah that was cool i mean you know, it's not hard to tell who's good and who's bad. Like tap, I don't know much about it, but I can tell you who's good and who's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the the basics. Um, all the other stuff I've trained in, so you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I can judge it. I just can't develop my leg by my head. <laughs> but to be honest, neither can most of them. So, <laughs> so it's a it's a fair it's a fair trade off. Um, yeah, man, but super fun weekend. My favorite event to judge. Because it's just not hearing the same damn music mm-hmm. all weekend. Like, when you do a street dance one, like, for the weekend. Missy Elliott. Like, you just hear the <laughs> same songs back to back. Like, now it's just all Light Feet music. Like, it just kills mm. my soul. So light
2: Lightfeet's really taken over street dance competitions in the last couple of years. It has. Do you like it? Light Feet, or, yeah. light, like, as a whole, I did. And then I kind of got bored of it quite quickly. Yeah. And it sounds really harsh, because I really like... Some of the steps, they, they're they very aesthetically pleasing, especially yeah. things like a tone warp or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It kind of got a bit dead, a bit quick for me. Yeah. I, I'm uh, sorry if there's
1: anyone listening. to a lot Don't i sorry. Though. It's an opinion. or an opinion. That's why we're here. Uh, I like True. it. Um, I have no desire to learn it. No why is de- that? It just doesn't excite me.
2: Oh, I would need to say something worse to make me feel better. <laughs> like, I don't like the music. <laughs> okay. Like, the
1: music that they... Like, the the choice of music that they mainly do it to mm-hmm. whatever style of music that would be called does nothing for me. And I'm driven by music, not moves. Gotcha. So like the mu- the music does nothing. And maybe if they did it to like a dope Justin track, <laughs> I'd be down. Or like if Marty added, but Marty wouldn't choreograph light feet to a Justin track, I doubt. But yeah, maybe if the music inspired me, um, the movements cool. Um, but I, I'm just <clears throat> not here for the music. So fair. I'm out. But they're watching people like, like Mr. YouTube and like Kylin like watching them do it like who are really good at it you go oh like I get why it's get it. Yeah
3: like yeah. I get
2: why it's popping. It's dope. But I think it's like I, I would never be able to just do one style. Like I can never just be a locker or a hip hop or a house dancer or whatever. Yeah. I, I always like to I think, I'm like that in all really But I don't think life. I
1: don't think any dancers are just one style. I just think maybe that's what they display themselves as.
2: Well, like you could say they're a specialist. I mean, yeah, yeah, do you they're, a, I mean? they're a
1: specialist, but like, if you say. No, I like, get what you're saying though. Like, if we look at, like, say, the best locker in the UK would be Brooke. You know? Yep. Probably. That'd be my opinion. He's the best locker in the UK. But Brooke can do everything tap, ballet, contemporary jazz. Like, he can do everything. He only showcases his popping and his lock in. Gotcha. But we know him as a locker. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? We also yeah, know him yeah. as a popper, but, you know, he trained at Bird College like yeah like there's so much there's more depth to each dancer like harry popper one of the like one of my favorite poppers like he can do more than just popping mm-hmm. it's just that's what he specializes in yeah yeah. that's what he's known for yeah fair. Um, oh, but I, I i get what you're saying you wouldn't want to just solely train on one thing no no
2: but i'm like that with all reading of my life yeah
1: but like so even like b-boy sunny like who we all know is a b-boy mm-hmm. like he used to be in jukebox juniors so he had to he used to have to do choreo and do like locking and stuff like that. So like, do you know what I mean? I I think there are like people which have, maybe they do specialize in like, I'm just a b-boy and most b-boys can't do choreo very well. But like, I think the people who are like really great can do other things too, Mm -hmm. you know? But yeah, so Encore is cool because you just get to listen to different music and see different things throughout the weekend. And the judges were so fun. Like we did, uh, did it it was me. I'm obviously i'm fun uh me the big chris Irene salvi uh christabel field emily gold golden ellis <laughs> well, it's because i want to say emily I'm golden now because you said it earlier. i said it earlier um and then christy lee manning um so six of us And man, it was the best judging team I've ever judged with. Mm, Sorry to everyone else who I've judged with. I I love you too.
2: What made it so different?
1: I don't know. I just feel like we all just clicked. Like we all worked together. We clicked. Like the DJs and MCs were dope as well. Like Gareth Walker, Markel, Dre, Tom, like all dope team. But like the judges, like we just all clicked. Like we all got each other's work ethic straight away. There was no drama. We all kind of figured our place right within the jigsaw puzzle of, yeah, the, yeah. of the weekend you know and like even in the evenings just all chatting and getting to know each other like it was dope because i don't know emily very well and i don't know christy lee manning at all mm-hmm. and i know irene a little bit whereas i know christabel and big chris really well yep. so it was just nice like getting to know like new people and mm-hmm. stuff like that was, especially i think where i haven't done it since like pre covid yep so like to be at was something that
2: the, was that the first event you do held
1: the first big weekend. weekender, yeah. yeah. Like so it was just nice to like socialize and like mm. stuff like that. And we all got on so good. And then we did a Q and A on the Saturday we did a Q and A and a judge's showcase. And normally, like you've been to UDL yeah, comps, yeah, yeah. normally like the, when the judge's showcase is like the highlight of the weekend. Yeah. So we got there and dude, there was like a 100 people I was like okay cool Where's the other 900 people or Really? 700 people Dude That was
0: always like This is the highlight of the weekend It's like, like literally everyone Normally I'm like that.
1: nervous Because there's loads of people And I've shit myself And I was like
0: Where the fuck is
1: everyone? Where? Like there's no one here So I was like It's too early Like let's not do it yet Let's right. not do it. It's because they had the party in a different room to where the judges showcase was. And normally it's all in the same room. Right. So people who want a party waiting for the judges showcase and then the party begins. So it's in two different places. So like 15, 20 minutes go by. I had a gin to get myself G'd up, ready to go. And uh yeah dude like i was fuming i was like there was only 80 people or whatever 100 people so i was like cool it is what it is let's go for it so we all did our judges showcases i almost crashed a gainer um did you yeah (laughs) i mean i did i mean i did crash it but like i started it out i like landed and almost had to put a hand down and then like kind of span out of it and made it not look so whack and then i was so shook up because i thought i was gonna die um then i almost crashed my swipes as well so it wasn't my greatest showcase but
2: is there a video?
1: Yes, and I email, <laughs> I messaged the videographer Jason Torres, being like, "Yo, don't clip it, it <laughs> clip it just before my gainer, <laughs> so no one knows." Right. And he was like, "Well, so only show people the breaking bit." I was like, "Nah, nah, cut that bit." Um, and actually, when I saw it, it like, it didn't look mm-hmm. as bad as it felt. But I think it you felt send it to me horrific. right now. Horrific. And I'm gonna put it on the screen. Yeah, that's not. Let's it felt that. horrific, but it's because I was so like. I'm just going to do a combo. I'm just going to have a little dance and then bounce because there's only 100 people. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I finished dancing and I could see, like, they were so in. Like, it was all like the big dance company at the front, like uh, Fiona of and, it was BDC. and, and yeah, They were yeah. so in it. And I was like, I'll well, go on then. Like, I'll, I'll do a bit more. And I didn't, I wasn't committed to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I was so uh, shall I, shan't I? Right. And I didn't throw any, I didn't put any kick or any swing into my gainer and I just kind of like threw it and then got upside down and was like i'm not gonna make it (laughs) like freaked out so yeah man that was good then we did a judges q a which was actually dude the highlight of the weekend like it should have been a podcast like i'd be joe rogan by now not that i was (laughs) the host or anything but we all were but it was just so dope hearing like everyone's different stories and like everyone's different opinions on really really good questions from young dancers as well Mm. keep going sorry the
2: camera's just gone out of focus quickly
0: that's okay keep going
1: so uh, yeah we just had some like really really dope questions um from like the younger dancers and stuff like that which made it kind of fun to talk and it was so dope because like where i didn't know some of the judges so well but even the judges i knew the way we would answer stuff it would be so interesting she's like I didn't think of that, or I didn't know that. And we all had different opinions. Gotcha. So it's super I was, cool. Um,
2: I was speaking to, you know, Chris, uh, the photographer of BDC. Yes. He, I went down and was doing some work with him last week, and he said it was absolutely amazing. He really went on about it quite a few times. Yeah, so, he I asked the best is, question ever. Did it? Yeah, what he? Yeah. He was like, as a dance dad, what can
1: I do to be the best dance dad i oh, can that's a wicked question like, he's so like that though. he's isn't he? so like that so I and obviously i know him so mm-hmm. like i i answered as if i didn't know him for like the other parents in the room yeah everyone 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 had different opinions like we all said different things like mine was don't like his daughter's probably like 15 16 yeah maybe 17 good as well. i don't know good dancer my my advice to him was just support her don't tell her what to do
2: Mm, okay There's what not, was the, I'm intrigued. What are the other um, uh, what everyone else was like just like like if something
1: she has a bad day or she doesn't get a job or it doesn't go away like t- always tell her it'll be okay and all this stuff like you know everyone had lovely different things mm-hmm. but I just used like my experience of what I had with my mum like my mum never told me what to do gotcha because endless. she doesn't know she, she doesn't answer. know yeah, she yeah. doesn't got a clue like all she can do is be like what do you feel mm-hmm. like and to me like from my experience my mum never like giving me the answers to stuff and kind of just coaching me into figuring out my own answer. Sure. Or like prodding me with another question or asking me how I feel so I figure out the answer myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like was the key. Cause then no matter what the outcome, I'm happy with it. I have to be happy with the decision and I made it. Whereas like, I think as a kid, if your parent tells you to do something and then it doesn't go the way you plan, you hold the grudge against the parent. You're mm-hmm. like, you're my parent. You should know better. And you, you start to this. build that
2: kind of parental voice in your head about what's what's right and what isn't right and what you should do. And what you should yeah. Do. Or yeah. like
1: someone who doesn't understand the world you're going into, giving you advice Opinion. on the world you're going into. Like it blows my mind. Right. Like, yeah, I guess I, it- if I become a dance dad, I can give advice. <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I can give you solid advice. Cause I fucking know, mm-hmm. but like, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, to give advice on, on a world of something that you don't understand and you don't know, I think is hard. So I was like, she has to l- grow up living with whatever decision she makes, mm-hmm. and if it goes against her because you've made that decision for her, she'll resent you. She'll for resent it. you for it. Like at thirty one years old, her dreams. She'll look back and go, "My dreams as an eighteen year old didn't come true because I took advice from the person that didn't know didn't what know was happening, but I looked to for guidance." Gotcha. So if, I was just like, just be open, like let her figure it out, but support her if she falls.
2: If, you know what I mean? If you were to have a child, would you want them to end up and dance?
0: Hell no.
2: Right.
1: Not
0: <laughs> Go at
2: on. all.
1: Elaborate. Loads of reasons. Uh, I think I've had like a quite a successful career. Mm-hmm. Like I would never want them to compare their lives to mine.
2: Okay. So you'd never want them to be a shadow of, you. of me. Like, gotcha. and I'm
1: not saying they would. Like, let's, fingers crossed, they'd be way better than I ever could be. <laughs> and I mean, the reality is they would be better than I ever would be if they wanted to do it properly because... You'd know you how know, to the, coach them. Well, not even that. Like, how time develops. Like, 14-year-olds now are way better than I was at 20. Like... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, the way they develop, they have more access to stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's how we progress, right? Um, but would they have the drive I have? Would they have the hard work I have? Like all those things to make it, like the things to me which really make you make it, would they have that? I don't know, it's rare in this generation to find kids with that, you know, everything's so instant. Uh, And the other reason is it would kill my soul. (laughs) If they were like, if shit, I, I want to go to like Sally's dance academy down the road, and like I've got to pay Sally fees knowing that Sally is shit. Like, <laughs> poor but, Sally. But like, like, fuck you, Sally. But, fuck you, Sally. But like, imagine, like, imagine I've got a daughter, and mm-hmm. all her friends go to this dance club. So she wants to go to be part of the clique, and I go and see. This woman's called Sally. Yeah, Just a generic Sally's Dance Academy. I feel like
2: it's, there's so many Sallys in the dance industry as well. Yeah, so I know. So that's why
1: sense. I always just use it. <laughs> um, and like, imagine she's shit and I have to take my kid and pay this crap dance teacher. <laughs> like, dude, that would hurt me. It'd be like me saying to you, like, would you pay for your kid to go to a shit PT? Shit PT. yeah, yeah fuck no fuck
2: like, no like dude it'd kill I'm my like, soul I'm doing it myself
1: it'd kill my soul that's yep. what I'm saying but like what kid wants to live from their parents your parents aren't cool no like true so I don't know hopefully <laughs> my kid wants to be like a I dentist s- or some shit a dentist yeah come on a bit better than that nah they make money and we, <laughs> and we always need them true like and uh, yeah so encore was dope really really fun nice man uh, speaking of dentist I'm going a new set of teeth tomorrow oh yeah say goodbye to these bad boys yeah what, full rack? <laughs> a full rack. Just the top eight. Just top eight. Top eight. Are you getting
2: uh, Are you taken out?
1: No. So I'm having veneer no, no, I'm not. I'm having composite bonding. Whatever that means. Just they put in like nicer looking teeth over the top of these teeth. Kind of.
2: So it's like a brace?
1: Like a no, like, like a gun no, no, like almost... on right they'll be on dude i know fucking scientists like
0: i don't know i'm but not like, a dentist but all i know is they that they make like teeth. a mold
1: and they put it over your teeth to make your teeth look we'll see next week when i'm right. like a hollywood star hopefully uh, my little brother had it done gotcha. and he had it done in May-pril. in april in, <laughs> in april, april. <laughs> in april and he That's came to my front door and i was like you want those your teeth are perfect i want i want i was having them anyway like i wanted them anyway yeah. but i like kept putting it off because it's expensive and then when i saw his i was like i'm committing it's worth every penny nice so New yeah teeth. yeah so that's my that's tomorrow sitting in a fucking dentist chair for four and a half hours whatever Four and, it is. and a half hours yeah it's Ouch. okay it's worth it can't even do work whilst you doing that <laughs> don't you they've no, but it's dope he's got a tv now above the chair because okay. you're in it for so long and he puts like David Attenborough on it. So it's cool. That's so funny. Yeah. So Love hopefully I fall asleep watching like dolphins or some shit and I wake <laughs> up with a new smile. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Um, you had a good week though. You went and did some yeah. videography. Tell me about that,
2: Jakey boy. So went down to Penzance, the uh, furthest part of England you can possibly go to. So went and drove down last Sunday night and then filmed for two days on a set. We were doing a short film. Can't tell you much about it, unfortunately. Well, I can't tell the uh, the rest of you as much. Short about film is
1: in because you're short. No.
2: Oh. Short film is in. So it's a 20 minute film. Um, I knew. I just wanted to be a dick. With you're such a dick. Um, with Carl Richardson. So shout out him. Wicked videographer. Really, really fun set. Actually, it was, it was quite like freaky and horror movie like. Um, lots of fun scenes. For example, one of the we were filming a car, so I strapped myself into a boot of a car. With a gimbal. I was leaning out the back of it and I was filming the car behind us. We were driving like 60 miles an hour. Oh, sick. Was, yeah, very illegal. Very illegal. <laughs> Probably shouldn't put Carl's name in front of that. Whoops. Don't worry. Did you feel like a stunt man or some shit? I felt like a stunt man. I was like a stunt cameraman. Stunt man cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was really interesting. Learned a lot. Mm. Um, and then. So much that we couldn't even get our. St- camera to start this (laughs) morning (laughs) still learning no um it was really interesting to work with him because normally it's like i film mostly dance related stuff so doing something with like a lot of dialogue and yeah um totally different scene was Was it hard um yeah because well it wasn't i I mean it's easy to film but if you want to catch the detail
1: and the essence to make it to make the filming make sense of what you're filming
2: yeah it's about like it's a lot of it's like being super consistent like is that has that mug moved like and like is the lighting right from the previous scene to match mm. this scene it's like finding that continuous like storytelling yeah um so a lot of the time like yeah it was just like a lot of um back and forth and over the same scene like we did one scene i think for like three and a half hours and it's yeah. a 20 second scene like
1: the light is crazy like i never realized how much went into lighting because being a dancer i feel like you know when you think of lighting you think of bang stage, stage lights, stage lights yeah you know but like when we were doing the the advert that i was talking about that mm-hmm. i did a few weeks ago um we spent hours and hours of each day adjusting lights adjusting lights and just like not actually filming anything because the lights weren't right or like yeah. the cloud come outside so you had to change something it's yeah, crazy. It's, As a dancer, um, you don't think of that stuff because you think
2: of like stage lights. Mm. Lighting is like the most important part of videography, mm. um, I think, anyway. Well, one of the biggest contributing things. But yeah, really interesting. Um, was very grateful to be on it. It was long days. So four hour drive there, fourteen hours day on the Monday, twelve hour day on the Tuesday. Drive four and a half hours back. Sat Tuesday life. night. Yeah. Set life. That's why I didn't like doing music videos because no, I'm sure I can.
1: I can imagine long it. Days um but yeah really good man enjoyed it dope man good for you yeah. i'm proud of you man you just, you dive head you dive head first blind into everything and figure it
2: out don't you yeah well yeah. and it's it's like what we're saying versus hard work and um versus talent in episode one four eight maybe um i just ask i just go can i come along yeah you know, I'm can i come along? <laughs> yeah
1: dope man uh, what else have we been doing? I had the program on Sunday. Mm. First one back, which I didn't do that for two weeks too. That felt so weird. My Sundays felt a hot mess. with I felt like I hadn't
2: danced properly in like weeks.
1: Yeah, but it was so, so nice. Like I I forget how much I love it mm-hmm. because I we were doing it all the time. You know, every Sunday is like, it's just like, that's my regular Sunday now. Yep. It's my favorite day of the week, that and a Tuesday. But like to really release those endorphins, like a Sunday for me is the day where I get to like, let all my passion out and like mm-hmm. creativity and like share and like everyone wants to be there it's always a good vibe and then not doing it for like was it a week or two weeks i think it was two weeks mm-hmm. two weeks yeah two weeks off to do two sundays off to like come back to it again i was like oh my god this feels good like it's so good that you had that in your life though man it was so good and so many new people mm-hmm. like Lots that's new people. was yeah that was really like don't want to be too deep and emotional about it but like i don't know when i got home like obviously we went out after and when i got home i was laying in bed thinking about like yo all these people trust me mm. like i guess so how they're putting their hard earned cash and time and trust in me yeah to deliver like they don't know me that well why like, they don't know me like you know me you know i'll, pu- I'll pull through and yeah, deliver, yeah. but they, they don't know that
2: what do you think has reached them to make them trust you. Like okay, so here's his actually know I'll I'll reel back to this question in a second. But um do you think it's just because of the sheer volume of videos that have come from your classes and people sharing them and posting them, etc, Or do you think it's I think it's that's that's
1: a hundred percent part of it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at the moment that's the way the world is, everyone wants yep. marketing. Everyone wants to, everyone build, wants to the post a video, video. Of themselves. But at the same time I do feel like, you know, a lot of them I teach
2: right so a lot of them come from your classes yeah
1: a lot of them have come from like colleges that i teach at like at wilkes and stuff um and i teach them there and i'm sure they can see how much i you know i really love what i do Mm -hmm. but then i think also a big part of it is people that have done it go and tell people how good it. it
2: is so i've been thinking a lot lately about like reputation and branding what three and something that i'm trying to like really hone on and like a brand that i'm building at the moment behind the scenes is what three words do i want people to describe it with mm. so i was going to ask you the question what three words do you reckon are said the most about the ins and outs training program hard
1: if, hard okay yeah. interesting <laughs> hard definitely hard uh but not in a bad way yeah, in yeah a good yeah. way in like a challenging uh way. fun Okay. I I would hope they say fun because yep. I always feel like people laugh laughing. and they have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. an idiot, so I, if they're not laughing, <laughs> I try and make <laughs> they're them They're laughing laugh. at you. Hard fun. Do you know what? Like the, the I, I can't think of a word, but I get from a lot of people that is their favorite thing they do in the week. Mm, okay. And these so are from people knot, yeah. that dance eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so to me, that's like really fulfilling. Because if someone dances that much every single week and Mm -hmm. they say the three hours with me is their favorite, that means the most. Like, yes, even yesterday I was teaching at performers and uh, a girl came up to me and she was like, This is my favorite hour of the week. And I was like,
2: That's nice. Like, and even though it's only one
1: hour and it's one person, Mm -hmm. to know that I'm having that effect on one person means huge. Because, like, I don't know, if I think of one person that had an effect on me, like, I can name loads of people that had an effect on me but just Mm. that one maybe without that one I wouldn't be me Mm -hmm. you know so like to think that I might be having a positive effect on one person feels like game changer man
2: absolutely it's dope and then to extend that question even further how do you think what do you think three words come up most when talking about you individually (laughs) stupid (laughs) (laughs) no it it, it could be a negative yeah yeah Um, you're not a stupid chub no Uh, confident confident I,
1: I think a lot of people go he's really confident yeah which I, I am but i'm also not and i mask it with confidence which is you know okay as a performer so it's what you do it's what you do yeah if you're <laughs> nervous and you don't feel confident about something you amp up that <laughs> confidence button or like you you act i mm-hmm. mean you sell on it uh i don't know i'd hate to even think about what people think about me but to be honest i don't think about what people think about me i okay. just keep going which like, could
2: be a word that describes you carefree yeah well careless no you're not careless because you think about what you do careless is like you just go around blindly and not giving a fuck about other people's sometimes <laughs> yeah, you, not can, all the time but no, you think depending. about what you do careless would be, in my head is like turning up to class i'm prepared. Careless, yeah. turning up to teach sorry unprepared. yeah that to me is careless yeah but you think about what you do so i i don't think careless no, would be at work. prep sometimes but like no, no. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. K- sometimes.
1: <laughs> I prep the combo. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, carefree. Yeah, carefree is definitely one of the things. D- Georgia always says to me, the fiancé, like, I wish I could not care about stuff as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not that I don't care. I just don't let it stress me out. Yes, it's about... I just don't dwell on shit. Caring I just, about the right things. Yeah. I'm like Dory, man. I just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Like, g- through the good and the bad. Like, if it's a real shit day, I just keep moving and I try not to dwell on it. Okay. And drink a bottle of wine when you get home. Hence, I hangover today. Gone. Not that yesterday was a shit day. Um, one more word. One more word. Ooh, passionate. Passionate. Mm. Good word. Definitely. Because also aggressive. Quite aggressive. But like passion and aggression, I feel like come hand in, by hand. In what way are you aggressive? Like, I'm, like sometimes I'm quite like passive aggressive. Sometimes I'm a bit like, I'll be I've like... I've
2: never seen that side of you. I'll
1: be like, not in a horrible way. But like, just like,
2: I'll be like, no, this has
1: to be like this. Or I disagree like if it's like opinionated okay strong like, strong strong-minded strong-minded <laughs> we'll but like i think all words. that falls under passion right because your biggest strength is your biggest weakness yeah like so if you're like i tell like if i really really care about something i can show it love but if i really care about something then it can annoy me because i really care about it
2: gotcha Do you know what i mean like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. so passionate yeah i hope those are things if people disagree don't let me know (laughs) let me know (laughs) i don't care (laughs) tell jake yeah uh so yeah that's been going on we had the emas the emas do you ever watch the emas no do you ever watch the vmas no do you ever watch the brit awards no isn't it crazy that like back in the day they used to be like i used to be like this is on tv let's watch it right and now it gives zero fucks gone do you think that's because we have instagram and youtube where we can just be like Mine's... i don't need to watch a 10 hour version of it or like i don't need to watch it for four hours and all the the shit in between i can just watch the highlights on instagram yeah i, I know that was my, that my instant
2: thought process when you said that i was like it's because of instagram and like social media yeah
1: like i have no but i don't even have the desire to watch it anymore and maybe that's just because i don't know why like but i try to watch stuff when there's dancers on it because mm-hmm. i want to see my friends and yeah, see what's yeah, yeah. going on in the dance world you know like but it's just weird like i just feel like there's no hype put on it anymore on like award shows and stuff like they used to be
2: is that um tv as a whole though
1: yes 100 like, percent. like same as like x factor and stuff like that is dead it's gone you yeah don't really watch it now i don't
2: watch tv ever no i mean i'm not much of a tv and tv series person myself much but like i never watch live tv ever me either since like the rise of netflix since the rise of youtube etc
1: yeah no i'm I'm with you like georgia watches strictly and makes me watch it and normally i sit and play on my phone but <laughs> like because <laughs> i have zero interest
2: but like not zero interest that's not true and I think but it, it just it, doesn't thrill me i think it's because like what you're saying oh like four hour version versus a quick two minute version on instagram it's like there's so much i find with tv and shows such as there's so much bullshit in between
1: Oh, adverts adverts oh,
2: like go away! how why have we still got
1: adverts as we have an advert we, come up we still in, got pay tv licenses <laughs> anyway, as, no, as we have an advert coming up in 20
2: minutes <laughs> in <the other laughs> podcast. um but it's like and also there's so much filler like just a a, a presenter talking yeah making some bullshit up but trying sometimes to feel, presenters trying to like a, an hour slot up or whatever. Yeah, yeah but sometimes they're brilliant and they're
1: hilarious like do mm. you know what I mean but yeah, I don't know, it's just T V as a whole. Like I don't really I'm a Netflix guy. Netflix yeah. YouTube.
2: And I think that's that's the way the world's going, isn't it? A
1: hundred percent. But oh, yeah, the EMAs. Already. Um I managed to watch two performances. I watched uh I've wrote it down at there but now I can't even read what I've written. <laughs> uh something I Kim What have I wrote? Kim someone. Kim Petrus. Kim Petrus, I think that that's it? her name, something like that. I don't know, my handwriting looks like a four-year-old's written it with their toe and their eyes closed. Um, Kim Petrus, uh, I watched that, um, choreographed by my wonderful friend, Noel Bajandes. Um Noel was one of my first peeps that I met in L.A. and gave me the opportunity to, like, perform with him and for him and do some videos. One of the dopest dancers, one of the dopest guys one of the most under-recognized, like, under-appreciated dancers. Yeah, this is her. Is this her? Yeah, she sings something about pineapples and her boobs. Like, let's not show this on the screen, though, because if YouTube catch it, they'll be like, that's our VMA MTV and block us. Oh, um, it's on our
2: Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But, but this is the person who. So who
1: who yeah. is this? This Am is might be really blind. Kim Petras. Like, right. I had no idea who she was, but Noelle choreographs for her. I watched the performance. It's good. It's not my cup of tea. Like... It's not my preference, but it's good. Like, I can appreciate it for what it is. Like, they got cool props. They had loads of dancers. They had very extravagant outfits. They had the boys in these little jockstrap things. Callum McDonald and I think Callum Richardson on the opening number, looking all hendo in these little, like, speeder things with, like, a, I don't know, like a leotard thing on as well. Um, not an outfit I would love to wear on stage, but maybe if someone wants to wear that on stage, they could. I saw that Anders did it. I saw on his Instagram that he did it and then I was watching the performance and I couldn't find him at all because I really wanted to be like,
0: haha, look at you in a speedo. But
1: but I couldn't find him and I think that's what Ella Goodwin did as well. I think
2: Ella Goodwin, I was about to say, I think think she's on. She
1: she did, obviously she did the AMAs and she did that performance, I think, because I saw a photo of her with a blonde wig on and there was people in that with blonde wigs. But there was quite a lot of dancers so I couldn't really make out everyone. But um, yeah, that was her outfit.
0: Let's go, Ella. Killing the game.
1: Um, yeah, so that's why she was booked and blessed. That's one. why she was booked and blessed. Um,
2: we are ahead of the curve.
1: Ahead of the game. I could predict the future. Um, no, so yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, performance was good. As I said, not what I would love to do on stage, but I liked watching all my friends do it on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see so many dancers working.
2: Yeah, after such a... Check yeah
1: like so there are loads of dancers on stage so really great to see loads of dancers working and then there was another artist i watched called sorty i think her name was sorty sorty sweetie sorty something like that um it was cool again not my not my music like i'm music driven and neither of them are mm-hmm. my music so like that's why maybe i don't relate straight away to mm-hmm. like to it because i hear the song and i'm just not sold um but It was a cool performance, all female dancers. Oh, there was two male dancers that I didn't see dance. They were stood still every time I saw them. I hope they got to dance to, you know, if you're going to get painted silver and stand on stage, I hope you don't have to just stand (laughs) still. But as long as they got paid, who gives a shit, right? (laughs) As long as they got their coin. Um, But, yeah, it was cool. She made one weird choice. I wish we could put her up on here, but we'll get blocked. She, like, walked up to the camera, like as in like the steady cam on stage mm-hmm. and she kissed the lens. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like she's kissed the lens. It's left her lips mark on the screen. Now it's going to cut to another shot. I'd be so angry. Yeah, but <laughs> especially when you My know lens. how much those lenses cost. Oh, so but much. like, I was like, that's kind of like a, I don't know, like I know nothing about this artist. Maybe this is a trademark thing. Right. I have no idea. But like, maybe I should have done some research. <laughs> but um, this is just me spitballing ideas. Um, but she walked up to it, she kissed it, and I was like, oh, that was cool. Like, they're going to change shot.
2: And shot, didn't change shot.
1: They didn't change shot. Right. They stayed on it for, like, it felt like a fucking week. But it wasn't. <laughs> it was probably, like, five five seconds, but it was five seconds too long. Yeah. Like, they followed her on that handheld cam and got her dances in shot, but I could just see her lipstick. You see her lipstick. Right. So I was like, if she wasn't meant to do that, someone's pissed. Someone's really annoyed. Someone's (laughs) really annoyed. Cause now if they need that camera for another shot, it's fucked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that, you you don't just wipe that lens clean. No. (laughs) Like
2: (laughs) that's not how this shit happens. Like, yeah, as as you said, those lenses, that's going to be like (coughs) a 10 grand lens. Dude, (laughs) and the rest. Easy. So yeah,
1: very questionable. But that's all I managed to see. I was looking for the footage of Wiffy Griffy, um, which is an awesome name. Uh, because Jay Ravel was the creative and Hannah Levit Collins, my friend was the person in it, Um, had like a cool outfit, but I couldn't find the footage. So yeah, but I saw photos and it looked cool. So that's all I managed to capture from the EMAs because I was trying to play catch up this morning. But yeah, man, nice to see so many dancers working. Mm. The EMAs is a weird one. I never did the EMAs.
2: We were talking about this quite recently.
1: Yeah. I never auditioned (coughs) for it because I was not that I didn't want it. I would love to have done it. Like, and I still would love to do it. But back in the day, and I don't know if this is still the same thing. If it is, that sucks. If it isn't, perfect. Um, You would audition for the EMAs for, say, a choreographer. Mm -hmm. Like maybe a random or whoever managed to take the audition. Then you get the job. They fly you to wherever the fuck you're going. And then you you work for whoever needs dancers on the show. So say five artists, one dancers. You end up dancing for five artists, which sounds like a win because mm-hmm. you're like, oh cool, I get to do Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Jason Derulo, and Kaiser, and someone else. Just spitballing names, right? But you only get paid one show fee. Yeah. And like, I, the argument used to be, yeah, but when you dance for X, when you dance on X Factor, you dance for all the different artists and you get one show fee. And I was like. Yeah, but they're not artists yet. No. Like for me, like if I'm getting hired to go and do a job and I'm going to dance for five different artists, like that's an amazing experience, right? And like something we would love to to get. And maybe me at 18 would die like to do it. it. Like I would have jumped on it. But that, mm-hmm. that opportunity always came to me at like twenty, twenty one, when I had my foot in the industry and I'd done quite a lot of jobs. And I was just like, it doesn't make sense to go and work for all these artists for one fee. For one show fee. Do you know what I mean? Like, they can all afford to pay us. Yeah. They can all <laughs> afford to pay...
2: A good fee. A yeah. good fee
1: for a dancer. Or hire different dancers.
2: It'd be interesting to know if that has
1: changed over the last... Decade. Decade or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. But that, that was the only thing that it used to put me off the EMAs, and that's why I never auditioned for it. Because mm-hmm. I was so against, like...
2: Working for Below Your Means.
1: Yeah, which, it sucked, because, like, I wanted to, you mm-hmm. know, like, of course I want to do, I want to perform, I want to do big TV shows, looks great for my CV, looks good, you know, when they go, it's good exposure, mm-hmm. you know, it's great exposure, but, you know, it sucks, but then, at the same time, like, my friend Anders Dino, who is now, like, my favourite dancer in the UK, like, one of the best dancers to ever grace Britain, even though he's from Denmark, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he works in Britain, like, when I met him, he was dying to get work and his, he's done the EMAs loads of times. And, you know, I said the same thing to him when he wanted to do it. I was like, look, like you can do the, you'll, you, you, you'll do the EMAs, but you're going to get one fee. And he was like, yeah, but no one knows who I am. Right. So within the space of one job, he worked for like four major, I don't know if it was four, yeah, but let's yeah. say it's four major artists. Now he has a CV. Now people go, yo, and does Dino's work for all these people? and mm. that was his like not his in but it definitely was like an, it was it's an advantage yeah yeah. like you know so it's like catch 22 mm-hmm. like it's pros and cons. Where, where you are in your career though right definitely but i still stand with the fact that the artist should still pay you right yeah like i wouldn't be like That's yo can you come and right? can you come and paint my wall and you'd be like yeah yeah and i'd be like oh whilst you're here Well, you managed to paint this, this, and this, but I'm only paying
2: you for the wall. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And I think on that note, we're going to stop for a quick advert break.
0: Boom. What's up, party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right. It's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right. Is Theat Accounts, they're an accounting company that specialise in working with performers so they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple, you upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you, it's cheap, it's easy and once you try it I guarantee you will not regret it, it has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's Theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you.
1: We back. So, uh, this week's topic of the week is what makes a great dancer? Um, Wow. uh, Where do you start? start? So, start with what makes a great dancer is, I think the correct word I'm looking for is subjective. Okay. Right? It depends on... What kind of realm of dance? Yeah. What what kind of dance do you like? Mm -hmm. So, my version of a great dancer and your version of a great dancer probably going to be well maybe mine and yours might be the same but like mine and a girls might be different you know we might have different preferences
2: i'm sorry if it's a working dancer or is it like a? that's what i was just going to get to yeah. so
1: also what kind of dancer mm-hmm. but let's just go with what makes just a great dancer before we do what makes a great working dancer uh what makes a great dancer for me personally is someone that can make you feel a specific way okay someone that can relate to you right so like when i watch someone dance like if they're really 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 dope but like i just watch it and i'm like cool like yeah i haven't engaged gotcha it hasn't been hasn't pulled you it in. It hasn't pulled me in it hasn't been captivated mm-hmm. they they've not they've done something that hasn't drawn my attention you know um So for me, it's someone that I can really, not not even, I guess, relate to, but just something that like makes me want to watch more. That sparked, yeah. Yeah, something that catches catches interest, right? Um, But then I guess if you're going down like a technical point of view, like what makes a great dancer, like ideally someone that understands their techniques in whatever genre of dance they're specializing in. So a ballerina would have beautiful lines and perfect technique, Mm -hmm. right? And then on top of that, you'd hope they have some artistry. Because, like, there are some of the incredible, like, technical dancers that have the most amazing tondus and the most amazing grand batmans and the most beautiful legs and lines. But maybe they're just quite boring Mm -hmm. and bland to watch. And then there are some dancers that have rubbish technique, but they're so interesting to watch. They have complete artistry. Um, So I guess it depends... On what you what you'd rather? Would you rather watch a technician or would you rather watch an artist? An artist like, yeah. ideally, you want to find both mm-hmm. in a real world. But and then if you're talking about, as in things like, so like for me, I like watching technical stuff and things like that. But if I just talk about general dancing, for me, like, I care. I care that they understand the techniques of like if they have like a popping influence in the step or if they have like a locking influence in the step mm-hmm. or. You know, the movement they're doing is influenced by something. I care that they understand the technique, but I also just want to enjoy it for like the quality of the movement. And again, the quality of the movement will come back to you understand a bit of the, you understand some of the technique. Mm-hmm. But like, if you can watch a great dancer do mediocre choreography, they can still make it look great. Mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and you can watch a mediocre dancer do great choreography and watch it and they still look mediocre yeah doesn't matter yeah, about yeah, the yeah. choreo sometimes like yeah i watch some dancers do my choreo and i'm like oh my god you absolutely butchered it like i put, <laughs> I put hours into that and you've made it look like the worst thing in the world and then i'll watch like l taylor do it and i'll go oh yeah that's what i wanted it to do that's be. what he wanted to do you know what i mean Gosh, like yeah. So, okay. to me, it's about the quality of the movement that
2: the dancer brings to it. Now, you say quality of movement a lot, especially when you teach. What, if you were to really define quality of movement, what is that? Uh,
1: the quality of how you deliver a step, and not with your performance, but like with your body. your body. You know? How, so, you're talking like textures, dynamics, etc. Textures, dynamics, cleanliness, lines. But like, I don't think there's a. A perfect. This is what it is, because mm-hmm. everyone will have different attributes in different places. Sure, I think you just want to try and get all your attributes, whether that be textures, dynamics, cleanliness, understanding of your torso, technique. Say they're all attributes. I think to make a great dancer, you want to get all of those things to the highest possible number. So like say we marked it almost. like say it's like FIFA, <laughs> it was marked out of a hundred. You know, yes. you get your attributes. Let's say we can mark them all out of a hundred, like to a great dancer they've normally got all of them high yeah. and artistry like yeah, you know yeah. a great dancer would have all of their attributes as high and i feel like that's to me what defines a great dancer so if you look at like uh Brian Freeman or like Misha Gabriel Nick Bass Diana Matos Lau Beniga like the list goes on there's mm-hmm. loads they would all have high attributes like, their attributes would all be high. They'd all be higher in different areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Brian Freeman's technical Te- yeah, attribute yeah. is going to be way higher than probably Ivan Kamoïov's. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But only on a technical attribute for technical jazz ballet. Mm-hmm. Because maybe Ivan's popping, technically, is way higher than Brian's yeah, technique. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I, I think what makes a great dancer would just be to try and bring all of those attributes up. So that would bring up the quality of your movement Mm -hmm. and then the ability to connect with the audience. Okay. So by connect, I mean like when you dance, I want to watch you and relate to you. And if to make me feel a way like there's so many artists which have, or there's so many singers which have beautiful voices, but we just don't connect with them. We don't resonate with them. Do you know what I mean? And then there's like, Let's say Robbie Williams, who hasn't got the greatest voice, but we all engaged. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people connect with him. Like he's an entertainer, they're in. So that's how, what's made him a great
2: artist. How do you, f- what makes you connect with an audience? I don't think there's a specific. It's not like an actual sentence, you can structureize it, but like. No,
1: it depends. Like some audiences I can connect with easy, some audiences I can't at all. Right. It depends so it's, on it's what, per what audience you, basis. Maybe what song it is. What's the gig? What am I dancing? Who is my audience is the question. (laughs) Like if I'm dancing for five year olds, like, and I do a Busta Rhymes song, I'm not going to entertain them. Like, unless I do a flip and then they go, Ooh, flip. Like, you know, like little minions, but like, otherwise if I just stand there and I do like a nice groove or a nice little, I don't know, Bismarcky or Steve Martin, like just nice basic hip hop step. Mm -hmm. They don't care about that. No, but, uh, hip-hop crowd might yeah yeah, yeah. you know because okay. they have a relatability factor to it yeah like so i i yeah i guess that answer would always be it depends on what your audience what or your what audiences. your crowd is but a great dancer would be able to find a way to engage maybe all audiences and crowds mm. you know maybe your attributes are so high that you can adapt your skill set to what crowd is here yeah and who you need to win yeah that's well. an interesting
2: comment for sure
1: you know what i mean mm-hmm. like but yeah so for me what would make a great dancer is someone that has all their attributes high so essentially i'd be like training everything but also figure out who you are as a dancer and work on your craft and your artistry not just on i have to be good at doing all these steps and all these things because mm-hmm. in the beginning of my career i never wanted to be a sounds so dumb but i never wanted to be a great dancer that wasn't my goal. Right. I never wanted to be the best dancer. I wanted to be the guy on stage next to the artist. So instead of doing is, all is the that, things... Is there that that could...
2: no correlation between the two? No. Right. Not at all. Got There's to loads...
1: Dude, go and look at jobs. There's loads of dancers that are <clears throat> mediocre booking jobs. Like...
2: And, okay. and, and, and like
1: mediocre is in the quality of their movement yeah, 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 or, their, yeah. or their attributes. But they have the ability to, to perform. Right. They have the ability to sell with their face. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to like... Deliver something, you know, but the actual skill move quality of their uh, move while wow, English, the actual quality <laughs> of their movement might not be like a ten. It might only be a seven, but their performance might be a it's ten. It's a ten, right? You know what I mean? And so, d- like,
2: but to me, that's not a great dancer. That's a great performer. Yeah. In the as a working dancer, how much? If you were to put it as like a percentage, how much do you reckon it's performance versus a good quality dancer? Quality all of movement, dancer performance all day, right? Like, go on, give me a percentage to split. I, I don't know.
1: But if you're looking at working, if you're looking at people on TV, like, or on a job and they're dancing, they can perform. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's why they made it. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's so many dope dancers that just don't have this performing factor. But then there are so many dancers that are just good, but can sell the shit out of anything. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. they're still a good dancer, but their skill set is the fact that they have the ability to perform. Mm -hmm. Like, and or their face, like, just has, it resonates with people. Like, it captures your attention. So I think performance, if you want to be a working dancer, being a great dancer is good, but being a smart dancer and being able to perform, they're more, they're they're your important things. And Mm -hmm. then your skill set comes just after it. But obviously you need to be of a certain level. So let's say it's out of 10. Like you need to be above a five, yeah, to work. Gotcha, but you don't necessarily need to be a nine or a ten. Do you know what I mean? Because if your dance is six, seven, but everything else is a ten, you have uh, you have high attributes somewhere along the chart, somewhere along the chart, it which you're getting employed,
2: which you're getting employed for. Gotcha. Mm. My opinion. Of course. But just to get someone else, out. you know what? We should make that a uh, a regular podcast question. What? next time we interview someone what makes a great dancer mm. and see so yeah, sure. a portfolio of answers yeah so
1: what makes a great dancer i think it's again to sum it up it's kind of it's opinion based but for me as someone who can have high attributes across the chart and engage engage with the audience yeah but that's again for a working dancer because mm-hmm. there are still great dancers that can dance in their bedroom and be great dancers mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i always use um There's a dancer that I teach called Connor, who obviously you know, and he, for me, is like an artist. Yeah. Like when I watch him dance, I'm like, I can see into your soul. (laughs) Like you're wearing your heart on your sleeve. Like it's so organic and it's so real and it's not fake. Like you just believe everything he's doing, even if it's not technically correct.
2: Mm. And he connects really well with like the song's demands.
1: Yes, and another thing, which is a great point, which you kind of mentioned the other day, um, and I say this all the time, so I don't know why I didn't just say it now, um, is if you can relate to them like you make your, move, your movement relate to the music. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I'm musically driven, not dance driven, musically driven. So if you can make a song I don't like enjoyable, you're doing a good fucking doing job. You're doing a good job. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, if you can make a song I like, I love it, you're doing a fantastic job. Like, I want you to highlight the experience of listening to the song. Mm-hmm. That, that's, but that's my perspective. So when I watch you dance, like, if I'm on Instagram and I give you two eight counts normally to win me over, if I don't like the song, you're already starting at a negative. <laughs> right, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You're already in a deficit. I'm already, I'm already not engaged. But if you can keep me watching through your movement, then it's a win.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that would
2: be my, what makes a great dancer. Well, yeah, I remember texting you about this because you put it on Instagram a few days ago and I got in my car and suddenly it clicked to me. I was like, that's what I think it is. I What did I say? I said, it's the ability to create the visual bridge between song and audience. Yeah, a hundred percent.
1: And that, uh, but that would be for me uh, uh, for a working dancer as well. Cause I always say that like, you know, as a performer on stage, you want to be, or well, my goal for my choreography is for us to be a visual representation of what we hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But no, solid answer. Couldn't Thanks, coach. More. <laughs> Thanks, coach. No job. No job, no problem. I am so dumb today. Like English it. doesn't work. Nope. Like nothing. It's because I'm Welsh. Um, <laughs> speaking of, uh, let's do our video of the week. Which one was first? That's the one I want to click on. Nope. It's the other one.
0: So, video of the week is... The wonderful calvert I don't
1: know why I said wonderful. I don't know him, but I'm assuming he's wonderful. Um, I know of him, but I think I've met him once when I was in LA. But I feel like he always was at Debbie Reynolds, and I was always at Millennium, so we just never crossed paths. Um, but this is his combo too. I think it's a Missy Elliott track, um, and I mean, I don't know if you saw that at the beginning, but. His hat comes off in the first like eight count, and somehow he makes it look. And my hat's fallen off a bunch of times, like when dancing, and it's always like one of my skills is keeping my hat on. And when it comes off, I'm fuming. <laughs> it pisses me off so much. But his come off, and he actually made it look cool. He looks isn't? so swaggy, dude. It looked like a hat trick. It was like he went. Wait for it to come back up. It's like he was like, I meant this. Throw it over there. But he like kind of backhands it away. Yeah, straight. The first in, eight count I shout, think it was, wasn't it? Do do do. Oh ba like <laughs> just made it made sense with the choreo which was dope and not only did he make his hat survive he's dancing it in crocs which are really ugly <laughs> and they have no back he's taken the backs off do crocs have backs i think i think, I think they, they have that weird loop. like buckle thing yeah which he's... you lift up i think that's why i don't like them um is the buckle but he hasn't got the buckle on and he's dancing this in crocs and then does forward roll and keeps it on like fair
2: play i wonder why he's in like, crocs
1: yeah because why not tuck there's a video of tucker barkley uh doing nick demora's class in sliders and it's right. so full out i think there's uh what's the song i don't know but it goes duck-a-dun, 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 and they do this like footwork thing and i'm like how
2: how's he doing it yeah it's like 10 years ago <laughs> but like same
1: thing but yeah man calvit's dope um and the combos you know super dope some great hymn, Deanna and I don't know the other girl's name, but oh, he's even put in the thing Croc Dad. Didn't notice that. Um, yeah, he's so so good. And then there's the the last clip on this slide. Um, so if you go to Calvit's Instagram, it's Calvit Junior. Calvit then Jr. But no, stay on this uh, video. But click across. See that arrow? Go right to the end. Oh,
0: we've lost it oh that's not how you view the video i take it back you have to go back to that one no that's not how we do it Why? what do you what, what do you want what do you want from me i want to watch like the next clips like you know when you do a swipe across on instagram
2: yeah that's the swipe across
0: no it's not It's a different routine oh no you, you want... want to yeah, do... no no that's right do it again do one more swipe across one more one more
1: <laughs> yeah and then we get to watch ivan in the gray but right here one of my favorite dancers do it so that made me happy because you know he doesn't you don't get to see him dance that often anymore Makes some lovely choices he's killing it dancing next to Matt fam Max fam I should say yeah man super nice combo lots of great dancers I was watching um when I was watching it I was thinking first of all I don't know where it is which is strange
2: yeah, I, was, um, I don't, because rec- it says LA, I don't recognize yeah. the studio at all. And the
1: things that blow my mind is how it's not
2: busy in that
1: room. Like, I know we can't see really the people on the sides, but like, why isn't it packed? Like, Calvert is like one of the, you know, one of the elite dancers in the in the States, in the world. Right. Then in the room, you have like Max, Ivan, Diana. Just say, so, let's just name those three because I don't know who else is in there. But like, you have elites in the room. So surely if elites are in the room taking class, you'd think that everyone would want to be at those classes that the elites are taking, mm. right? Like, Deanna's one of the most sought-after dancers. Like, she's more in demand than anyone. She does everything. Like, so if she's taking that class, you would think that, like, people would use their initiative and go, I oh, uh, I should probably take that class because the best of the best learn from him. So I should too. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like absolutely. So that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. I was like, how is it not more people? Like, well, I, I might be wrong. They was, might be
2: in front of the camera. I was talking about this um, with someone quite recently. Are you seeing much content come from America at the moment, LA, as in like dance videos? Uh,
0: some. I'm not seeing it anywhere
2: as I did before
0: mm, lockdown, before, before COVID. Lockdown. No,
1: before COVID. But I think we've lost a lot of studios. So right. a lot of studios closed down in COVID. But also now, dude, there's no tourism. Like there's no tourism, like people, it's not as easy to just go and take class now, like with restrictions and stuff. And then think about it, all the people which live in LA that are dancers aren't normally from LA. Like they move to LA to be dancers. So maybe they're not there at the moment. She's not from LA. Max, I don't think he's from LA.
2: Uh,
1: Ivan, not from LA. Like Mm. the people move there to pursue their career well, over lockdown, of two years of not being able to earn money, do you think you can afford to stay in one of the most expensive states in America? No. Fuck no. No. So they probably move back to where they came from with their parents or like somewhere more realistic and affordable because LA is so expensive. Why the fuck are you going to stay there when you haven't earned money for two years? And there's no point being there because there was no dance. No. So I do think that's a huge part to play in. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Makes sense. Um, Which is a shame. I mean, I used to... Yeah, get so inspired by all the LA mm. studios. <laughs> yeah, sick. Yeah,
0: dope. Calvert video of the week. Video of the week. And then our booked and blessed is the wonderful Emily. Um, so this was an Encore we,
1: when we did our judges showcases. Um, I obviously crashed mine. You're not going
2: to play it for us? Well, I was waiting for you to intro, but
1: yeah. I'll play. You can play it um i crashed my showcase she got up and she was like i'm just gonna freestyle i was like you're you gonna who she was like, i'm just gonna freestyle to this song and then she i was like okay you go girl i didn't really know what to expect because i don't really know her that well um i know of her and i've seen her do choreography and she's a lovely dancer but i never knew she was like a freestyle head and i mean i don't even know if she is but when i was watching her i was like oh you're a freestyle, you're a freestyle head. Head. like <laughs> or if you're not you should be <laughs> like she was dope man like she made it look effortless. She was calm. She was chilled, like no stress. Mm, nice it just nice. like, and if you, please, if you're listening to this, go and watch it with the music. Cause it made so much sense. Like. What she, song is she dancing to? I have no idea. Okay.
2: But she was,
1: <laughs> she was a visual representation of the song. She was a great dancer. A visual. Like, <laughs> she was fantastic. <laughs> she made the music come alive. Um, no, but she was dope, man. And then I was watching it, and generally all I was thinking is, oh, I need to step my freestyle game up.
3: Mm. So a this week upstairs. I did
1: freestyle in the gym. Did you? Yeah. We'll for have a, to do a little freestyle session. For indeed. a solid 15 minutes, and then I was exhausted, so I went freestyle home. Freestyle is knackering. Dude. Well, it's I. It's so tiring. I did one song, and I was battered, and then my brain went, oh, you're obviously going too full out. Like, mm. <laughs> you're obviously using too much energy. The thing you tell everyone not to use, you're obviously doing too much. Um, but I also think it's because your brain's probably Fucking working at hundred miles an hour. Yeah. But, but this is the thing, right? I don't think it should be. I think you shouldn't be thinking. You should be just dancing. Dancing, yeah. But hey,
2: freestyles. What do whole, I know? Though.
1: I am no freestyler. Um, freestyler. But no, man, she's dope. For me, she is the booked and blessed of the week because I watched it and I was like,
0: oh, she can do more than just choreo, and she's super cool, and then she's a dope freestyler. Booked and blessed booked and blessed what's her instagram handle for people to find her emily golden by hover there we go emily golden ellis at emily golden ellis and we're going to get her on the podcast too because she's from birmingham
1: wow bristol i'm a hot mess she
0: is from bristol actually isn't she's she? from bristol she lives in london but i was like next time you're here mm. please holla.
2: yeah that'd
1: be a short and, uh, drive from here isn't we'll it We'll get her in the studio Yeah, that'd be sick and then we can maybe have a little collab session upstairs. And she teaches a bass on Wednesdays and Thursdays from six till seven.
0: An hour slot. You don't get many hour dance classes anymore in London. Do you not? No. Mainly an hour and a half. I think I'd like an hour. It means I haven't got to concentrate for that long.
1: <laughs> as a student or as a teacher? As a teacher, I'd, as a teacher, it'd be good if you're teaching advanced people. If you, like, if you're teaching beginners, an hour and a half sucks.
2: But if you're <laughs>
1: teaching advanced people, an hour and a half is good. An hour is okay, but I would always want to get more done. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, we could do eight eights instead of six. You know, like, or 12 eights, whatever. Or we can do a longer warm-up. Like You love your warm-ups. Yeah, an hour isn't long enough for me.
0: But, yeah, go and train. Emily Golden Ellis. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's kind of the week. That's kind of the
2: pod. That's kind of us in a nutshell. Mm. Oh, kicks of the week. We got way higher. Oh, keep oh, going. No, I got cramped Oh, sorry, time. I'm tell terrified. What, hold now. on, wait, wait. I've still got... OBS up. There you go. Uh, right. Higher. Oh my God, are you mad, bruv. That's, gotta that's so like got to be in shot. That's in shot. Surely.
1: So we've got the suffer. Jordan
0: 4s, unions. Tell you all a
1: secret. Go on. They might be fake.
2: They might be or they are?
1: They are. They're replicas. I couldn't get the real ones without them being like 600 pounds. 600 pounds? Yeah, is that like five, 600 pounds.
2: Why? Why are those ones so expensive?
1: Because that's just sneakerhead life. Right. So I found a solid are they pair rare? Of...
2: Is that... Uh, like what? will makes them six hundred quid?
1: I don't know, dude. Just the demand. That's what happens, right? Because they're a collab shoe, uh, with Union, from LA. So I got these ones for uh, sixty-five. <laughs> That's a lot, and cheaper. they look exactly the same. And the quality is fantastic. Nice, pretty close. So I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm not even ashamed because I wouldn't walk around with six hundred pound on my feet.
2: No. No, That's a lot of cash money.
1: But
0: £65, whatever it is, doesn't bother me whatsoever. And nobody knows except for you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That's
1: us in a nutshell. Uh, anything we got to finish up on? Just please follow us on Instagram at Mistable Change, at The Ins and Outs Podcast and at Gibson underscore Media underscore. And go to the website, theinsandoutspodcast.com Come and subscribe to whatever platform you're not already subscribed to uh if you're watching us on youtube please leave a like and a comment and share this with your friends hello if you're listening to it go and look at my beautiful face and my nice shoes and Jake's not this week's beautiful face next week because i'll have new teeth um i thought so, you said that about my face I was like, what's different from my no, face no your fa- face, face <laughs> is always nice it's like white and asian looking um uh-huh so yeah please subscribe come and watch us on youtube and share the podcast with your friends we've got some cool interviews coming up uh next week we're having the beautiful incredibly talented cisco gomez we won't Mm. be in the studio well we will but not this studio we'll be in a dance studio recording um so yeah we have some cool content coming up so peace out one love have a great week stay amazing christmas is coming